This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Russian dictator Vladimir Putin took the demise of the USSR very personally. His experience in the KGB gave him training in how to gain control of all the power centers of Russia. He has devoted the rest of his life to restoring the power and prestige of the Russian Empire in an attempt to become relevant to the world again. The first country that he needed to conquer was Russia, and he used his power base in St. Petersburg to effectively wrest political control of the power centers. He secured control of the media, local government, security services, and oligarchs. While there is some opposition, Putin has continued to sustain the majority support of the Russian people. He polls much higher than have American presidents with his public. They have never embraced democracy long enough to say that they experienced it, always deferring control in Moscow to a strong man or despot. The country has been ruled like a mafia crime organization that is in control of their legal system so that it is used to protect their criminals and penalize the innocent. In a likely scenario, a Russian invasion of Ukraine would start with missile strikes able to hit any target they wanted in Ukraine fired from outside. A massive cyber attack would be initiated to disrupt Ukrainian communications and cut Ukraine off from the world like the volcano did Tonga. Ukraine's less-than-robust air defense systems will be attacked, followed by the Russian version of a shock-and-awe air campaign to punch corridors through any Ukrainian fixed defenses. Russian special forces would attempt to secure key objectives ahead of the main assault. Russian invasion forces have now encircled Ukraine, as they've also gathered on the border inside Belarus, allied with Putin. Russia is moving amphibious vessels from the Baltic, so it's going to a lot of trouble if they're getting ready for nothing. Most believe that they would overwhelm Ukraine defense forces in a matter of days. I do not think that NATO will mount a unified response other than to cry loudly in unison about the bad Russians. They will invoke severe economic sanctions in retaliation, but Putin will have Ukraine under his umbrella having moved the Russian border eastward. If this were to be stopped, much in the way of additional military assets would have had to have been prepositioned in Ukraine before now. I suspect that Putin has done some significant prepositioning inside Ukraine to wrest political control from Kiev. Putin can be successful militarily in Ukraine, and he knows it if he's willing to pay the price. Would Poland and Romania allow retreating Ukraine forces to cross their borders for sanctuary? That is just one of many questions we have no answer to. Baltic countries in Romania have sent weapons to help Ukraine, because after that country is assimilated into the new Russian Empire, They know that they would be next to have Russian troops parked on their doorsteps. Those countries are members of NATO, which Ukraine is not. The Russian buildup should have already triggered sanctions, and the Western alliance is too flat-footed. Putin's counting on that. It is hard to game the disruptive impact of conflict on global commodity trade flows, but I will try. Ukraine and Russia are both major exporters of corn and wheat, and if the latter invades the former, it will be one of the most serious disruptions of a global food trade in history. Russia would block or take Ukraine ports, while the rest of the world would likely embargo Russian grain exports. China is a major customer of Ukraine corn, so how China handles this will impact trade flows. Russia will do whatever it can to assuage relations with China, Putin is visiting Xi Jinping to start the Olympics, attempting to measure how China would respond. 
Russia had been experiencing domestic price inflation and thus limited grain exports. If they take Ukraine, all the Black Sea's region grain will be Russian. They will then have enough for domestic surplus and whatever they can export will be worth more. They can rail grain to China. Europe, which is also experiencing food supply inflation, would be cut off from Black Sea's regional supply. It is hard to understate the potential to trade disruption to global supply chains. The impact on commodities would not be uniform. Grain and energy would be most impacted. U.S. consumers could be at the beginning of a severe food and energy price inflation, compliments of Putin. Russia is Europe's gas station, with even Ukraine being dependent on Russian natural gas supplies. Russian oil and gas exports will be exported, but what they do sell will be sold at higher prices. The U.S. would send both gas and wheat to Europe. I do not think that Putin can get close to the depth of what he wants from negotiation. Russia doesn't have the resources to win a protracted global contest of anything. That doesn't mean that Putin will not go all in trying. If Putin opens this Pandora's box, there's no way to know. Only guess what all may fly out. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.